Welcome to Tea Time Pod. No, it's been a long time since recording. School and work's been getting busy for us, especially on my end, so I apologize for the long delays between episodes. On today's episode, though, we're going to start with UFC Fight Night, Vera vs. Sanhagen. Digging into March Madness, obviously. A whole lot's happened since we last recorded. And then we're going to give an MLB preseason. So with that, quiet on the tea, please. It's time to get started. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. All right, Gary, UFC Fight Night. What'd you see? What'd you like? So UFC Fight Night in San Antonio, Texas was last night, the 25th. Headlined by Marlon Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sandhagen. Mm-hmm. Number three versus number nine in the Bantamweight division. Um, surprisingly, what I thought was Cheeto opened and finished or closed as an underdog, which I thought was a little weird, but apparently not. Corey Sandhagen, all five rounds, absolutely worked him. I mean, I, I honestly don't think Cheeto won a round. You might have gave him the fifth, I guess. But what was funny is it went to scorecards. The first judge reads scorecards. 48-47 Vera. And, I, and like Sanhagen like turned around like, what just happened? And then it ended up being 49-46, then 50-45. So 50-45 indicates that Sanhagen won every round. And then 49-46, 4-1. And then 48-47 for Vera means he took 3-2. to two. And that judge seen him taking 3, 4, and 5. So I would go ahead and say that Uncle Dana probably fired that man right <laughs> after he walked out of the arena that night. That was, again, though, Cheeto is in trouble. He don't want to see Suga in a rematch. He don't want to see O'Malley in a rematch. O'Malley would work him. Now, I understand Cheeto's plan always is to start slow. So when he lost the first round, it was like, yeah, we expected that. Second round, he lost it again. It was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, he's still a little slow, but he needs to start to come out. He don't, you don't want to be down 2-0, and you especially obviously can't be down 3-0. He lost the third round. Like, he still came out slow. And it was so weird. He just could never figure him out. Sanhagen kept moving around. He wasn't giving his jab at all. It was kind of a weird fight, I thought, for Vera. But Corey Sanhagen gets the job done there. Marlon Vera, biggest takeaway, he doesn't want to see Sugar. Um, <laughs> Holly Holm was the co-main. Every time Holly Holm name comes up, it just shows the Ronda Rousey KO back in, I don't know, was it 2016? Just an elite KO shock in the world she made light work but a lot of small names on the card they were some really good fights though uh fight night did perform again so shout out ufc next fight is actually a pay-per-view event 287 in two weeks the adesanya Pereira rematch so we'll talk that as that gets closer but overall ufc san antonio i thought produced and i think that's all I want to say about that because it's time to talk March Madness, Jer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, recording this on Sunday the 26th, just got done watching Texas-Miami. Miami just made huge comeback. Eight minutes left, they're down 10. Similarly, how Gonzaga was down 10 to UCLA with about eight minutes left. So, takeaway there, if you're, down, yep. if you're up, if you're up roughly 10 with eight minutes left, you're probably going to lose the game, at least this year. Tell me... I don't want to, I don't know, is this too early, but it's only fitting that Chris Beard was the coach of this Texas team at the beginning was. of the season. Was. But I thought 
that was a good game. Texas should have. They controlled that the whole game. You could tell yeah. the 30 minutes they controlled. They should have been oh. up 40 points. Now, looking back, I wish I'd have been. Why is Texas not up 40 points right now? And why is, Houston, is Miami still around? Because it just felt like everything was working for Texas. Going into half, coming out of half. But Miami hung around. Now, Final Four matchup. We get three first-timers in the Final Four. Miami, FAU, San Diego State, and then UConn's back there. And they... This is their first time back in the Final Four since they won the title. When was that? 2012? Was it 12? Oh, you're going to make on. me look that up. I think it's crazy there's not a one or two seed. Honestly, though, this was the year. I said if there's like a time for some random five, six, seven seed to win, it's this year. And yep. Yeah, UConn won it back in 2014. So now you got a four versus a five in UConn versus Miami. And then you got SDSU at a five versus FAU at a nine. Uh, this is just an elect- how the, electric, absolutely how electric. The hell did, how did FAU get here? I'm still shook by that. Well, I didn't think, I thought Memphis had them. They did. I liked their matchup against per- Purdue. And I said that, I said, if they got Purdue, I like FAU versus Purdue. And they got Purdue. They didn't get Purdue. But th- Purdue lost in the first round. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Wow. It's been a day. Yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, sorry. FDU, FDU got Purdue. You didn't even have to yeah. worry about. Well. And then that was a good game between FDU and FAU. That was a good game. The FD, FAU Memphis first round game, 8-9. Memphis completely choked that one away. Penny Hardaway launched a water bottle into the stands when that <laughs> buzzer went off. So they <laughs> snuck past the first round. I mean, you just got to get the job done in March. That's all that matters. Just get the job done. Honestly. But yep. it's going to be a sick. Uh, it's so awesome that those are the last four teams. This is a great Final Four. I just love not seeing any of the blue bloods in there and just all new faces. You got a, Jer, on one side you got a Mountain West team versus the Conference USA team to play for a national championship. Conference USA is just running on straight vibes right now. They never thought they'd be in this position, but <laughs> yeah. here they are. That is so wild. I mean, but I guess FAU was in the top 25 for how many weeks this year? They finished in the top 25. Yeah, they, and I, I'm mad they're there because I was hating on them all year kind of low-key. You were kind of I didn't think, well, I, they had some good quality wins, but the, yeah. the seven I'm, I'm still shook they're here. Either way, they completely broke expectations of what I had for them. Oh. Like, I can't even believe they – I mean, I could, I could have seen them making it. Like I said, I could have seen them making it to – the Sweet 16, no way I would have seen them in the Elite Eight, and absolutely zero way. I could have ran 100,000 brackets, and there's no way I would have FAU no. or San Diego State in my Final Four. No, absolutely like that is, not. It's crazy. That, that whole left side of the bracket is yeah, blowing my mind. However, did pick Miami to win it all. And right now, if you join the T-Time Pod bracket challenge, everyone's points are maxed out except mine. I'm in sixth place right now, but I think... I think Miami has to win out. I don't think I'd have enough to dethrone the first place person right now, which is Jake Vetter. Shout out Jake Vetter. Um, but if Miami gets UConn here and then wins the whole thing, I'm I'm winning that. I'm winning that bracket. So, to be honest, I don't know if I got. I don't know if I got any points after the second round. <laughs> I finished with 350. I was once in first, and I'm all the way down. I'm going to finish tenth. That's how she goes. Oh wow, that is tough, but. Yeah, no, there's been some this has been a good been a good month of March for college basketball. The March Madness is crazy this year. I love it. Yep. So let's preview these these last two games going to the, or to get to the championship. So FAU San Diego State. I mean, obviously I want to go for FAU. I just feel like I want but again, but then but then I don't because it's like I mean, you're still playing a 
Mountain West team, like a San Diego State team that exceeded mm-hmm. expectations of being in the Final Four, and like they're not sure. going to have yeah. this many chances oh either. Like it's just like that Conference USA. No. I cannot believe they got Alabama, San Diego State in that game. They were the fact they just didn't look like they were there to play, and then all of a sudden they just couldn't miss. They just couldn't miss, and Alabama couldn't do a thing against them. Yep. Did you watch the San Diego State Creighton game today? No, I was out doing. Did some you cool see stuff, the? So did you see? I saw the ending call. Oh yes. my god, that was Jer. sketchy. Oh my god, that was sketchy. I I don't even want to talk about the a, call because it's like. It, it, call it or don't call it. Like I, I don't feel like you should have called it just because. Just let let them decide the game. Bring it to overtime at that point. And the game was tied, correct? Yeah, the game was tied. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But I wouldn't have called then it again, like I think in my mind, it's like the play. Did you see the play before? The it was fifty six fifty four San Diego State with thirty two seconds left, and San Diego State was inbounding the ball in front of Creighton's bench, threw it away. and they threw it. The dumbest pass you could have made threw it right assist. to the basket. Yeah, it was a perfect yeah, assist. The Baylor Shireman. That was that was awesome. That was actually okay. That was a great read by Baylor. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like he saw that coming. That was. I mean, it worked out perfect for him. But that was a stupid pass. It was just painful and SDSU. But shout out to part, Baylor too because that was huge. Yeah, that's a that, that's a tough way to lose an elite game, elite eight game on that on that mm-hmm. foul. But that was a good game too. San Diego State once again. Creighton kind of felt like they controlled that game. I mean, it was never like the Texas game where it was ten points or eight points, but it was always around that six mark. Four six mark and Creighton. I don't know what their largest lead was, but I know it always hung around that six. And San Diego State just kept yep. in the game. And then I come back to the TV, and San Diego State is up one. And I'm like, holy, shit. like what just happened? So and that's well, that's what happened in the Miami game too. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, that is what happened in the Miami away game. From that. San Diego State mm-hmm. though, I kind of wanted to see. I mean, FAU Miami chipper a a Florida versus Florida team chipper would be pretty sick. That would be cool. I think I got to go San Diego State. Like, that's who I'm rooting for. I think I'm rooting I think for, they should I win, too. I think I'm rooting for San Diego State, though, too. I love Brian Dutcher, San Diego State's head coach. Brian Dutcher was with the Fab Five, one of the coaches. Oh, on, okay. Really? Like, the assistant coaches. Yeah, and he, so he went with, I think Steve Fisher was the, um, the head coach. And then once Steve Fisher got kind of canned from um, Michigan due to, like, that whole scandal, he went to San Diego State and Dutcher came with him. And then once Fisher retired... Uh, Dutch took over. Oh wow! I just think it's sick. Oh, and that's yeah. why he shouted him out at the in the post game interview and everything too. Probably yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. But I mean, honestly, I would want San Diego State to win. I'm not gonna be mad if FAU wins. No, see, it'll be sick to see a, a nine seed in the chipper. That'd be awesome. That's a win win there. Um, mm-hmm. either or yeah. e- either one of those teams. And honestly, Miami UConn's kind of a win win too. UConn is UConn was number one in the AP poll for. I mean. They were top two for a lot of the weeks at the beginning of the year, so it's like mm-hmm. it's like a not really a huge surprise that they're here, but it kind of is because they came out of the region of death. And then they just but. had that slump. Well, they had that horrible slump right when conference play started. Yep. They looked horrible for weeks on end. Like I thought they were toast. I yeah, they definitely I did look, not predict them coming this far. But right now, the way they're playing basketball, yeah, they're they've got to be the favorite to win it all. Yeah, they they definitely look Easy. the best right now. I mean, they look like the best team in college basketball for sure. They. Blew the doors off Gonzaga. No, oh, I'm not even going to talk about that game. That was was that Big Sky Montana skiing this weekend. Sitting in a hot tub, had the foam propped up, and every every time I looked at it, it was just more pain. It just I thought Gonzaga was going to do something about it, but they never they did. They didn't look great. And UConn, I don't think Gonzaga could have played the best basketball they played all year, and I do not think they're beating that UConn team last night. Facts. UConn was playing unreal basketball. Facts. So I'm just looking back at 
So round of 64, they played Iona, beat them by 24. Round of 32, mm-hmm. they played St. Mary's, beat them by 15, 70 to 55. Round Sweet 16, they play Arkansas, beat them by 23. Elite Eight, they play the Zags, beat them by 28. Jared, they have been demolishing teams in this tournament yeah. right now. I think I saw a stat or one of the announcers were talking about it last night. They were the first team to beat every team team that they played in this tournament by 15 points since Gonzaga did it back in oh that would have been I don't know 20 uh, one of the years that they choked or yes yeah for sure yeah yeah okay you got it I can't remember the year though that is crazy though yeah they're just playing like godlike basketball right now just cannot be stopped but they do run in to the Miami Hurricanes that is fact who I picked them all that is fact under the reins of Jim aka him Laranaga yep yep and that's a sick team too. If that they get hot against UConn, I can see Miami winning this. I if UConn isn't playing as dominant as they have, if UConn's playing like like normal end of season basketball, how they're doing it, not how they're playing in this tournament, it, I think Miami's got a chance. But if UConn continues to roll like they've been, it's all UConn. Yeah, it'll be do- it'll be a dominating force. But like I said in that Texas Miami game. Miami just hung around, so maybe you weather the storm for 30 minutes and then you see what happens after that. I mean, pick it up, yeah. You'd prefer not to be in that situation, but as long as you can weather a storm, stay with them. I mean, Miami, they definitely didn't play. They obviously didn't play the ball that they wanted, like, or they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have ever been down, or they ever wouldn't have been down no. eight or 10, or I think it got up to 13 in that second half. So, yeah, and Marcus Carr was just absolutely hooping. I was getting so mad at the end of the first half because he couldn't miss and he was just finding. Players everywhere making assists. He was making things happen on the court. And, oh, I was ready to punch my computer that I was watching it on. Serge Barry rice too, also balled out in the first hooper. half, dude. And yep. and even in the second. He's such a hooper. Yep. But, so who are you taking in that one, Jerry? You, you, you got to ride the Hurricanes. Well, I've got to roll with Miami because yeah. that's, who, that's who I need. But UConn is a threat. UConn is such a threat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, UConn is the smart pick, but I'm definitely rooting for Miami there. So... I'd like to see. I, I would like to see Miami win it all, but me too. I would love it. I'd be pumped. But March Madness, nevertheless, it's always lived up. Expectations always exceeds. I don't. I mean, what a tournament so far. Okay, so right now the line's already set for the Miami UConn game. It's opening at five in favor of UConn. Five, huh? Would you take Miami with the points, or would you take UConn if you had to? That's, oh my gosh, that's tough. That is so tough. That is tough. I think I'd still roll with Miami though. There. I think I might lean UConn. I'm just looking over the box score from that Texas game. They had every starter for Miami was in double figures. Miller had 27. What did Wong finish mm-hmm. with? 14. He carried that team in that oh last couple gosh. minutes. Yeah, they're sick. That's just such a yeah lethal lineup. Wong, Pack, Wooga, Poplar. Yeah, Poplar was sick, too. Gotta love all of them. Yeah, well, Elite Eight, definitely definitely something to rock with. It did deliver. You got any closing thoughts on some March Madness? Let's go, Canes. Come on, him, Laranaga. Him, Laranaga. I want to see Danny Hurley lose. I want to see Danny Hurley mad. (laughs) I want a chair to be thrown. (laughs) Yeah. And him, Laranaga, just stays calm and cool and calm and cool. Cool, calm, and He's collective. that guy. He is that guy. He is that guy. I love him. He's like 70-some. I think he'd be the first coach over 70 to win a championship if Miami somehow well, won it all. But 
Skull Canes. That's pretty Skull wild. Skull Canes. Well, let's get into some baseball as we have opening day this Thursday. Let's go. It is time. Pumped. And the offseason has been, or I guess spring training and the offseason in total, has been great. World Baseball Classic just wrapped up. Japan, if you didn't catch that, just won over uh, the USA. And the way it ended was out of a movie with Shohei Otani striking out teammate Mike Trout. It was a sick game. Schwarber pimped that one in the eighth to make it a one-run game. USA had a chance in the ninth. Like you couldn't ask, you honestly couldn't ask for a better game. There It was an awesome, awesome baseball game. The whole World Baseball Classic was awesome. Um, got a little criticism, which was stupid. I mean, so I don't dumb. know how you can hate that, like so that dumb. quality, that high-level baseball, like that passion those players had. Like obviously the injuries, it's not great, but could have happened in spring training. Other than. Edwin Diaz is that one of happening spring training, but I guess cover that real quick. So Edwin Diaz, the Mets, you know, most notable closer, one of the best pitchers in the game. He got injured celebrating a win with his team and so tough. he'll be out for the, the entire season. Another big name who got injured was um, Jose Altuve broke his thumb off a pitch that caught him right in the hand, which he'll be, I mean, he'll, he'll be out for like, he won't be out for the whole season. I don't know how long. No, it was it was four to six weeks. I, I bet think. you about a, yeah, a month. I'd say about a month. But anyways, that still sucks for the Astros for the first month of the season. And then I think Freeman like pulled his hammy, which I mean that obviously he he did that and he did that in the World Baseball good. Classic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. Which I mean isn't great, but he'll be he'll I be mean, fine. That's got to be one of the shortest yeah recoveries. Well, so anyways, a lot of hatred for that. Those people can suck. One. So people are mad yeah, about the injuries in the World Baseball Classic, and let me just tell you this. Yeah. It does not make absolute any sense. If they ain't playing in the World Baseball Classic, you know where they're playing? Spring training. It's not like they're going to be sitting on the bench. These starters are playing in spring training. And then you get these, I don't even know what to call them, these just buffoons that think, oh, well, spring training shouldn't even be there either, and these starters shouldn't play. It should just be something for... These prospects to make a name for themselves that and try is to make the most team. Brain dead thing Come I've ever heard. on, like that doesn't even make oh sense. Like they need yeah. you need reps. Baseball is not a thing. It's not like basketball where they can just yeah. sit out and then come and just start balling out. Baseball, you need to see live pitches. Mm-hmm. You need to see how the ball is coming. You need you you need your at bats. That's just how it goes. So and yeah, and the injuries like the people who are mad about these, Ho- Jose Altuve could have easily broke his thumb in spring training. The same exact scenario could have happened. Same with Freddie Freeman. Easily, it very easily could have pulled his hammy. Edwin Diaz is the only one where it's like, well, that that sucks. Like that definitely wouldn't have happened. And that how how often do people get hurt celebrating a win, especially to that extent? He like kind of, I think he blew up his was it his knee or his elbow? It was his knee. Can't remember. It was his knee. Was it his knee? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of ruined his knee. But like, what the odds of that ever happening again are so so low. It's just so those people. Just need to shut up. Well, and then go back live in their little Kermit. Hole. Did you see Brandon Nemo of the? I think it was him, Nemo. Sorry, did you see Brandon mm-hmm. Nemo of the Mets come out and say something after that Edwin Diaz injury happened in the World Baseball Classic about like I I don't remember the exact quote or anything that he said. I just remember that the context was like he was he was kind of like throwing shade for playing in the World Baseball Classic, and then that very next day in spring training, he slid into second and got hurt. Now, I don't know what his injury extent was, but it's just funny. It's like, oh, karma came to buy you, right? Like, quick. No, I did not see that, but I love that because, yeah, it's so stupid. And, like, all the players they interviewed, they're like, this is, like, one of the most meaningful games I've ever played, and, like, this is awesome. Like, this is such a great environment. And so people, like, who think that it should be – that they shouldn't be a thing, it's so stupid. Like, they're pl- you're playing for your country. It You – 
Mike Trout said that was the most important games he's ever played in his MLB career. Well, I mean, or not his MLB, sorry, not MLB career, in his baseball career. I mean, if you play for the Angels, that's probably what happens. But just saying, like he is <laughs> saying that the, the there is so much hype behind these. Trey Turner came out and said, like, these are some of the busy, biggest games he's ever played in his baseball career. Yeah, It means a lot to these p- players playing for your country. It's a huge thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the atmosphere there was wild. It felt like World Series games. Just the feel no, and, sure. like, just having that atmosphere in there is – it brings the players to play their yeah. best, and honestly, it's better for them to roll into the season like that. Now you get now you get the experience like for Trout, like maybe the Angels sneak in this year, maybe Trout and Otani sneak in this year, and now they know how it feels to be there, right? Like they didn't have that mm-hmm. feeling before. Not saying they haven't ever before in their career, because who knows what they did in high school and all that stuff. But it's a little different, right? Oh no, for sure, it's way different. It's like it's like the Olympics, like that's a national level thing like that's got to mean so much to those guys exactly so world baseball classic was awesome like jerry mentioned otani versus trout ended the world baseball classic and you know what that's giving me little glimpses of jerry what's that otani in a daughter's uniform sitting down trout in an angel's uniform how next year. how does that how do you go there from that that's like a pretty big stretch okay hear me out the dodgers have made big free agent signings and trades the last few years right in all in every offseason sure. this year okay. they were they stayed way low right okay they let everybody yep. walk who's to say that maybe they're maybe they're they're saving up that half a billy for otani next year may, or maybe they make a big in-season trade towards the trade deadline when the angels are probably sitting around that 500 marks sitting around this they just had a eight game skid and and the owners, are they going to sell? Are they not going to sell? It's probably going to be that talk again, and then Otani's going to want out again. Who knows if the Dodgers don't make that signing right Okay. There. You know what? I rock with that. And didn't – I thought the Angels owners said they're not they're selling. They're not selling. They, they said they're not, they're not exploring options as of now. And so that it's very obvious that they're not going to touch the luxury track tax, so there's no exactly. way they can afford Shohei next year. Exactly. So he's definitely not going to be an Angel in 2020. Four. Exactly. Yeah, that's next exactly. Year. Exactly. All right, but all right, I can see it happening. But that's still that's just a it's a, it's just a big stretch. Yeah, it's, there. it's for sure a stretch. It's a big stretch. But but I guess I another I, I I do also want to bring up another injury is that Rice Hawks Hoskins mm-hmm. for the Phillies he blew up his knee in spring training fielding a ground ball. So that sucks. I don't know. I think it's he was out for the so, year. I don't know if he was or not, but that's horrible. I hate to hear that, but why are we bl- blaming the world baseball classic? Like these things happen. They happen. No matter yeah, they happen. It's where you play. What level at the professional level, these things happen. Yep, exactly. And at any level, I'm sure, but so just talking MLB, I guess let's get over all the injury talk and let's just, let's get into the preview. Now I want, I want to break down each division Give our give our picks to win the division and where we think these teams are going to sit and maybe maybe a team to look at. So let's just go ahead and start in your division, the AL East, the best division <laughs> in baseball. Okay, you mean that's a good place to start. Okay. Um, I think right now the Yankees are favored to win it, but I hate the Yankees and I can never pick them to win it. So if we're going predictions, I'm I'm probably going to rock with the Blue Jays. I like that Blue Jays rotation with Manoa. They just picked up Bassett, and then they still got and they still got Gossman, of course. So I think, and I think the Yankees, I think they lost a couple pitchers due to injuries. I can't remember. They've lost no. They they signed Rodon from San Francisco. Yeah. He's yeah. hurt to start okay, the season, okay. 
They have Frankie Montas in that trade last year, the big trade last year. He's out for the season. So their projected starting rotation is like three pitchers different from them yeah, from what it was supposed to be. So. Like it was supposed to be raw. And of course, one of those and now their starters is Kermit Cole, which I don't trust with any any ball. The biggest coward yeah, I mean, in that's baseball. What I'm saying. He is the biggest coward in baseball. He was one of them though. So but yeah, so if the AL East, but, I think I think the Blue Jays are going to top that. The Yankees will probably finish second. Or the Rays could sneak them. I'd love if the Orioles did something magical like they did last season. I just so that's where I'm going to lean. I just lean. don't see it. Though. I like I. I don't see the Orioles winning it because it's just it's just such a small market team, not spending a bunch of money, obviously. But if Adley Rutschman, I will be very curious to see what he does in a whole year of baseball in the MLB. Mm-hmm. He is unreal, he is a stud, dude. Yeah. One of the best up and coming. So it'll be fun to watch what he does, like actually, because then I mean you still got Adley Rutschman, you got that Gunner Henderson yep. who's there, and then you got Hor- uh what is it, Jorge Mateo, mm-hmm. Mateo, yep. Mateo. Yep. He he's so sick too. Like it's not like they don't have dudes. It's just a matter of can they play at that level they were playing at at the end of the year when they were making their push. You know, right? the, you know what their season depends on? Vibes. Oh boy. Vibes. No. Vibes. It all is all vibes. So facts. No, but yeah, it's exactly your point. I would love to see the Orioles win that division, but like yeah. you said, I just don't. I don't really see it happening. I'd love to see the Red Sox now, win you that division, blue- but. We're just hoping. Yeah, we're just ha- we're you know either. we're just hoping for a good year too. Just hoping everyone gels together in the clubhouse, get a couple wins. We're not. I'm not really looking for. I'd love to be looking for a postseason well, got, push, but I don't. I'm oh not my. expecting one. I Jerry, I think I think you guys are very well in contention for a postseason push. I mean, you picked up Corey Kluber, you got Adam Duvall from Atlanta, yeah. then you got. You picked up that Yoshida. He from played Japan great in on the, that five-year ninety mil World baseball classic. Too. He played crazy in the World Baseball. But classic. we just like lost he's, Story. He's Story's stud. out for I think most of the season, if not. Yeah, he really messed up his elbow, so that sucks. And then oh, it kind of screws up our that infield a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to see the Red Sox do good. I'm not. I'm setting the bar low, so hopefully, hopefully, at least hit those expectations, and I'll have a great year. Yeah, that's fair. Um so my pick, I'm I'm gonna also. I can't root for the Yankees. I just simply can't. Now is that saying that I don't think that the Yankees? I are truly don't. As a even though no. like, I hate the Yankees, I truly don't think they're gonna win that division. I honestly don't think they have like they have obviously like this the best odds and if not the second best odds to win the division. I don't think they're gonna win the division. I think Toronto's gonna have something to say this year, and I think it's gonna be a battle between Tampa and New York. Kind of, I think those are going to be the two chasing uh, Toronto. We'll see how that plays out. Like I said, if Baltimore has the vibes, like you said, they can make a strong, strong, strong yep. push. They really can. I mean, Adley Rutschman is a franchise player. He's a difference maker. He just showed you that Gunnar Henderson, he's a franchise player. He's a young kid. Like, these guys are yeah. good, man. Yeah, it'd be so, sick if the, if the Orioles pulled it off, but that's going to... Me and you are both going Toronto and the AL yeah. East. And I think I think that's probably what a lot. I don't know. I guess a lot. A lot of people are probably going New York, but we're gonna go Toronto. So let's move on. Ale Central. Who do you Who do you like? This is such a toss up. This division is just so like I don't even I don't even know what to say about this division. Everybody last year thought it was the White Sox, right? Yeah. Should have been the Should have been the White Sox. They did not perform at all. They finished at five hundred last year. Exactly five hundred. Blame that on Tony Larusa. I, I don't think that was like a talent level. I think that was poor management. Yeah. Oh, really? 
I yeah. I mean, I guess that's not. I guess that's not far fetched, but I think uh, I'm I'm gonna roll with them. Okay, me too. I think yeah. they under, I think they underperform underperformed last year. Uh, they've got, there's got to be some fight in that dugout. Um, who's the starting pitcher with the six dash? C Dylan C's. And they and yeah, they got Dylan rid of Tony, he's, so he's a, I I do think it is the White Sox this year. I'm I'm really pumped. That's another team I just love to watch play. So. Oh. Yep, and they picked up Clevenger to add well, the rotation. In, now yeah. Clevenger, <laughs> he was in some trouble. So I don't know what his what his status is, but when we say in some trouble, Clevenger was facing allegations of domestic violence and child abuse per the Athletic. MLB was looking into it. Um, it was the alleged domestic violence uh, was on the mother of a ten month old of his ten month old daughter. She was in contact with the MLB's department uh, since last summer, apparently. She has detailed the investigators' incidents of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse, including an incident from last June that, where she said, quote, Clevenger choked her, and another about two weeks later when she said Clevenger slapped her, Clevenger slapped her in a hotel room when the team was playing the Dodgers and then threw chewing tobacco on their 10-month-old child. So I don't know where that sits. All allegations. I haven't heard anything else about it, so... Like I said, don't know his status. They did also get Andrew Benatendi. Yep. Andrew Benatendi is actually the man. He bounced around to a lot of teams last year, Jared. Holy no, smokes. And I'm glad he's out of the pinstripe, so. Me too. It sucks rooting for him in yep. the pinstripe. It's good to see him. And I like the White Sox. It's something about the Sox, man. I just like them. Yep. So, my two teams in this division to watch out for. Cleveland, again. Cleveland's such a vibe team, man. He... Like the the postseason run that they even made was actually yep. so sick. Like they just had they didn't even belong there. They knew they shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Like it's just Jose Ramirez is the man. Ram is the guy, and I really love I love their rotation too with Bieber and that Tristan McKenzie who can be inconsistent, but when yep. he's on, he he deals. And then that Saval, he's great too. So I think I think um, the Guardians have a great rotation, and I also like the the twins they've just got such a good offensive team with um Correa Buxton Max Kepler and Jorge Polanco so that's I mean I think those three teams I obviously are the ones favored to win but I think the White Sox are going to get it done I think that well the twins is kind of one of the biggest what if teams right because last year was like this is this is the year where if they don't if Correa doesn't see something he's going to move he's he's moving on he tried to move on he did his best to move on he he went to two different teams and still ended up at the Twins. Yep. So that's a big what-if team. They need to perform. Like, they absolutely need to perform. They have ball players on that squad. And you know what? Talking more about it, I'm talking myself out of the White Sox. I'm going to go the Minnesota Twins okay. here. I, I'm going to say Minnesota Twins are going to finish top division, followed by the Guardians, and then oh. followed by the White Sox. I totally forgot the White Sox lost Jose Abreu to the Houston Astros, which sucks because he's actually just a – big swinging guy in that lineup to add to that lineup, I guess I should say. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Twins, followed by the Guardians, followed by the White Sox. Uh, gotcha. I like that division is such yeah. a toss-up every year, man. It is. It is. And, that, yeah, last year, you never like right at the end of the season, it was just bang, 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 like people were jumping each other. It was crazy. It was, yeah. And the White Sox were battling to try to get that wild card spot, and Minnesota was having something to say about it. and mm-hmm. Such a mess. Yep. All right. Well, should we move to the AL West then? Yeah, let's move to the AL West. Who do you got in the AL West, Jared? 
the Mariners, and I already put money on the Mariners, <laughs> and I put money on the Mariners before Jose got hurt. So I would like to see. I think I got him at like plus. Put twenty five on him, return seven or seventy five. So or plus three hundred exactly. That'd be to win the I'd division. Like, yeah, yeah. And who? Wait, who got? Who'd you say? Jose Altuve. Jose. Oh yeah, sorry for the Astros. Sorry, yeah, he broke his yeah. finger. So and the Astros were favored. So I'd like to see um, if that changed. If that line changed, yeah, and see if the Mariners are more favored now. So they picked up an ex Dodger. Who was with the White Sox, but it was AJ Pollock who went from the Diamondbacks to the Dodgers to the White Sox, now to the Mariners on a one-year deal. He's such he. I mean, he's a he's kind of a big name to people that actually kind of follow baseball a little bit. I wouldn't say big name, but a name out there that can make make some damage. It's a that's a prove it deal. Uh, they also got Tommy Lastella from San Fran on a one-year real big prove it deal. He was kind of always the what if. I think it'll be interesting to see if, you know, Seattle just feels like a place where if you're kind of falling behind on your career, you can just catch with those vibes. Seattle is vibing heavy right now. Yes, they are. They also got, I think, Colton Wong, right, from the Brewers, and then Teoscar Hernandez as well. So, yeah, I mean, Colton Wong's actually a good pickup, too. They, they, made, they made some great moves in the offseason, and they had a great end of the season last year. So... I, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do this year. I do have them beating the Astros out, and I don't think either the Angels, the Rangers, or of course the Oakland A's are going to have any say in who wins that division. I think it's pretty much strictly between the Mariners oh, and the Astros. Oh, I don't know, Jared. You're not. I think Houston's. I think. I think Houston's still the powerhouse in that division. You pick up Jose Abreu, you still sign Michael Brantley. Houston. I, th- is, I think I, so. I hate, but I, I hate Houston. I. Absolutely That's true. Houston, I'm but. picking the Mariners just because I put that 25 on them. Just because I think they, I do think they have a chance to take down the Astros. Obviously, the Astros are probably, or they are, the betting favorite, and they are just such a dominant team. But I think if there is a year for the Mariners to come out and play the yeah, best baseball that they've played since, I don't even know, decades, that it's this year right now. That That's actually a fair statement, but I have something to tell you. One of the most underperforming teams I thought of last year was the Texas Rangers. Okay. They won 68 games, and I thought for sure they were a 500 team. Don't know. And I There was no real big expectations behind them, but yeah. they have names, man. They have names. Now, obviously, uh, Seager going there is one of my biggest names. Hurts my heart. Still near and dear to me. But Marcus Simeon who they sign on a big deal. I think he hit under 100 for the first like four months of the season, which is absolutely insane. And he got paid, paid. And then he kind of started to come out, come alive. He finished second in the AL home run race the year before last. That's why the Rangers signed him on that big deal. And then I don't even know if he had double digit home runs by the end of the year. Like he was struggling. So I think that he's going to find his footing. And when he finds his footing, that's a one-two punch in that lineup. That's a big, big deal. And then you still got Nathan Lowe there. But yeah. then one of the reasons why I think that the Texas Rangers might come out swinging, they pick the, up Jacob DeGrom, Nathan Evaldi, and Andrew Heaney. Yeah. Those are three starting pitchers. Those are three in your rotation that you could use, right? They have, yeah. like, those are... Then they got that Zach Little and John Gray last year, who were their two top pitchers last year. John Gray kind of fell off a little bit. But if you can roll with Dane Dunning, 
they were Dane Dunning is so bad. Like he is absolute. I I don't even like to watch him pitch. Jared, if you can roll, just hear me out. If you can roll with, so you got the three. You got Degrom, Avaldi, and Heaney, who I think start no matter what, who are three sure. rotation no matter what, and okay. then you finish your rotation off with Little and Gray. And then if you can have Dane Dunning relief or fill in on spots where probably Degrom's going to be hurt. Now, knock on wood, if Degrom stays healthy, he can win the Cy Young. He showed it. He still has the stuff. He is literally one of the most what if, biggest what ifs. In history, if he would have stayed healthy in baseball history, he is one of the best starting pitchers. Period. Amen. Sure, yep. he's insane. So, I just listed off three starters that should be able to get you wins. Okay. Your well, you need offense to get wins. Still, you can't. We can't That's win what I'm a game. Saying. But if Marcus Simeon can find his feet early, you still have Robbie Grossman in that lineup. You still Seager, have Corey still there? Seager. Okay. Yep. You got Seager, Lowe, Simeon, and like I said, Grossman's in that lineup as well. Now, I realize it's only five. They got some guys like Michael Garver who, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just a matter of if. Can you get pitching? That was their problem. Their pitching, they they were always battling from behind. They never had that comfortably. They were chasing, they were chasing, they were chasing. Yeah. So, I think that's a team that I'm going to really watch out for is the Texas Rangers because I think they can do something. The Angels with Mike Trout is just so depressing, man. I, yeah, that's... It's, it's so just a, depressing. It is, and with Shohei, like it's it's horrible. But yeah, maybe you know what? Maybe maybe vibes get up this year. They play some good or play some good baseball. We'll see. That's but fair. going back to the Rangers, do you think the Rangers have a chance at a wild card spot? I obviously don't I think, think they're so. going to win this division. No, I don't think they're going to win the division. Here's here's what's going to be a telltale, and if they get the wild card spot, is how well can they play with Seattle? Now, and it's so weird to say that because. I mean, Seattle finished with 90 wins last year, man. That's yep. a lot of wins. Yep. So I'm hoping that Seattle goes back to the playoffs. I would love to see them win the division. By no means am I hoping the Rangers make it over Seattle. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think Seattle can battle for uh, a wild card spot. Now, in that, I think that's just... That's I think going, Seattle can for sure, but what about the Rangers? Or I meant the Rangers, sorry. Yeah, oh, I okay. meant the Rangers. Um, that's saying that the... AL Central only pulls one playoff exactly, team again. And that's, yep. So I don't really know how that's going to work out because then you can the AL East. It seems to always always send three, mm-hmm. but in some senses, maybe it's a battle between the AL West and the AL East to send three. I don't know. I don't. I know. think it it would be this year for sure. Well, so I don't think. Be, oh, I don't know if the AL West could send all three. But I I, I definitely I, oh, I, I don't think, know. I yeah. Houston feels like a for sure to me, no matter what. So if Seattle wins yep. that division, then I think it's only two. But if mm-hmm. Houston wins that division, then I think they have a better shot at getting three in. Don't know why. Don't know how the numbers work out. I have no reason, no say. That's just how that pure on hey, vibes. And that's and that's your thought. I like that. I like I like your stance on the um, Rangers, and I definitely think they could be like that really Cinderella underdog team this year and come out and cause a ruckus. Well, I just I just love what they did. You have you. Okay, two things in baseball that owners are struggling to realize. The Arizona Diamondbacks actually scored so many goddamn runs last year, but they do not have a starting rotation. They will not spend money on starters. That's why Arizona will never be elite. When you have, you have to spend money on starting rotation. You have to pitch in this league. I don't care. Like, 
you there's all these there's all these big offensive names, people hitting bombs. Yes, you could score runs. You need to stop runs. Like it's as simple as that. You do not want to be giving up all these bombs and four run innings. Like you give up a four run inning, you're probably gonna lose the game. Like it's just how it goes. No, for sure. So I like what te- Texas did in the offseason, picking up three starting rotation. Andrew Heaney is at, he balled out for the Dodgers last year. He made a name. Well, I would say a name for himself. And so he got himself paid, paid by getting mm-hmm. that two year twenty five million dollar deal. Um of Aldi on a two year thirty four and then DeGrom on a five year one eighty five, which I honestly I if I would have known he was going for that, I'd have been like, Here you go, because why not? <laughs> Why sure, not? Sure. I yeah. mean, he's hurt all the time. That's the only reason you don't want to do that. But if he stays healthy, if he stays healthy three of those seasons, you pretty much got your money. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just makes sense to me. So, I like that. I'm going to go with Houston, though. So, who right. do you think is coming out of the AL, though? AL oh, World Series. Who's taking the pennant? Man, I don't know. I really don't on this one. I, If I have to pick a team, I guess I'm going to ride with the Mariners. Just because I think I oh, think they've I got that. something to prove this year. Oh, I love that so much. So yeah, I'll go Mariners. I'm gonna go Toronto. Okay, I would. Yeah, I'd like to see that too, especially over the Yankees. God. Oh, that would be the best. I would love to see the Yankees just sputter coming right out of the Me gate. Me too. I'd love to see them like miss the postseason. Fifteen or something. That'd be hilarious. Okay, mm-hmm. well, NL. Let's move on to the NL, baby. NL East. Well, who do you like in the NL East? Of course, I like the Braves and the Mets. And out of the two, I mean, I know Diaz is just a closer, but he is that guy. They picked up Scherzer. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Mets, even though I am going to go with the Mets. Yep, I was just going to talk myself into the Braves, but I'm I'm going to roll with the Mets. I think the Mets, Mets. Steve Cohen is just funding money into that. Oh like my god, throwing away money. They get Verlander, they get Tommy Pham, they get yep. Jose Quintana from St. Louis, they get Brand, they re-sign Brandon Nemo. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, they spend so much damn money. They're and the I new like, Dodgers. Yeah, and I just like that. I kind of like the aggressiveness of that, and I like. Well, hopefully that sets up intensity for the season, and especially after how last season ended, <laughs> selling just completely selling ice cream and just losing that lead to the the Braves. It's it's revenge tour time, so I'm gonna roll with the Mets. That's fair. I think you're forgetting about one team who made a big splash this offseason. That's fair. I just don't see the Phillies going back. I think the Phillies again. are winning this division. Okay. Okay. I think Trey Turner is that guy. Trey Turner is a difference maker. He showed in the World Baseball Classic, Mister America. Play great. Yep. Played great, great ball. They pick up Walker from the Mets, who the Mets let walk, who I think is a big deal. That's a big starting pitcher, right? Uh-huh. So, and then, I mean, their biggest dud, though, is for some odd reason, teams still think it's a good idea to sign Craig Kimbrell. <laughs> so, I just don't think they should have picked him up. But they did get Josh Harrison from the uh, Pirates, who is low-key a baller. So, I like Philly to win the division. I Like, I, I could definitely see the Mets winning it. I'll be curious to see how the Braves bounce well, I back. Think without. The, yeah, I mean, I think... The Braves will be going to be up there too. I think the Braves are actually favored. I'll have to look. That's a back. fun division. It is. It is. That's a really fun division. Those are three teams that actually. Yeah. I mean, they both made the postseason. All three made the postseason last year. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. You are correct. Yes. 
So Atlanta gets Kevin Pillar, who I actually think is a sick pickup. He's a Golden Glover. So Jesse Chavez. <laughs> Forgot about yeah, him. I, th- I think we're I think we're disrespecting Atlanta now. I'm, I guarantee they win it now since we didn't pick them, but. I bet they do too, and, and yeah. I'm I'm not trying to disrespect me. I think I think Atlanta. I could very well see Atlanta winning this division. I'm not saying that they fell off by any means because just because they lose Dansby, yep. but I think Philly getting Trey Turner is a huge sign. They only, but they did lose Hoskins. I guess I'm, now I'm thinking about that. Shoot, I don't know if if Bohm can play like good because <laughs> he struggled at the beginning mm-hmm. of, the, of last year, and then Bryce Harper can stay uh, obviously healthy and then you get Nick Cassiano's ball in that lineup like that's they got some big names over in Philly so can they make a World Series push I don't know I'm gonna take them to win I'm I'm just gonna take them to win the I like win the NL East all right Central another another toss-up something about these Central divisions I was gonna say the Central divisions are just such a toss-up I love the Cubs for some reason even though they're not projected I love the Cubs too (laughs) I absolutely love the Cubs but I think I just St. Louis is just bred for this. Like they, this is their division. They have been so dominant these last couple of years. I think I'm gonna just roll with them again um, to take this one in 2023. Yeah, and they get Contreras from the Cubs on a big deal, five year, five year deal. So that one hurts Chicago a lot. Which I don't get that. Why did they let Contreras walk on a five year, 87 million dollar deal, and then they go in the off season and they spend 177 on. Swanson, 68 on Tyone, 17 on Bellinger, 14 on Mancini. Like they make, they make all these splashes, but yet they let one of their homegrown young studs walk. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they did not want him. Uh, uh, maybe it, maybe it's like a position thing, but I, God, I, get, I, I mean, it must be. But you need a catcher. Man. I was gonna say, I, I think catches are super important. I, maybe, I mean, obviously. Uh, these we're not guys. GMs. I was gonna say these GMs probably know a lot more than us, but I'm with you there. They did get um, Belly in the off season, but I heard he's still hitting. He's no, still kind of not no, hitting he's good. So. Back. He's gonna get back. He's I hope he back. does, and I was really hoping he did too. But I heard something that he just hasn't found his swing yet. Still, so hopefully he finds it in the next couple days. Here, I think they got two days of games left after today, and then they get they Wednesday play all off. the way up to, yeah they play Tuesday yep and they get Wednesday off and then it starts yeah. So you went St. Louis. I'm. <laughs> I'm such a sucker. I am such a sucker. I'm going the Chicago Cubs. I like it. And I'm gonna just it, put this out there. The one reason I don't think the Brewers are gonna win it is just that arbitration issue with Cor- Corbin Burns. Oh yeah, I think that's He's a big heated. deal. And like yeah, I exactly. think that's a big deal. I think you need good vibes in the clubhouse if you want to have a good team. And I'm sure that upset it hit upset him for sure. But I'm sure other guys in the clubhouse are like, well, if he's not valued for what. He thinks he's worth. Like, how are they going to value me for what I think I'm worth? Exactly, so, and I I think that's why I'm not picking the Brewers. I do. I like the Brewers. I I really too. do. I really like Yelich a got lot. Some sick, yeah, they got some sick players on the team. But I think that's going to play a big role in this season. Now, yeah. Now, am I saying the Milwaukee's not going to come out and shut me up and win? They'll still be a straight? great team, but they I just don't think. Might. Yeah, but I think that's going to have a lot to do. The tensions with a are a little high. Push. Yeah, yep. tensions are really high, so it'll be interesting how they come out. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cubs just because St. Louis, I mean, is always there, like you said, and it's usually between St. Louis and Milwaukee, it feels like, the past couple of years, and the Cubs mm-hmm. have kind of been down. But like I said, they make a big splash this offseason, signing Dansby Swanson. They get Tyone from the Yankees, which is actually a big signing. Cody Bellinger, if he can find a swing, is the man. Trey Mancini, 
really good ex Oriole, ex Houston Astro. He's a big bat in the lineup. You get T- Tucker Barnhart from Detroit. That's a replacement there. Hopefully, I mean, I don't still don't think he's quite the same as Contreras. But then you get Michael Fulmer from Minnesota, and then you got Eric Hosmer, which who that's just a vet in in the clubhouse. That's yeah. what you need is a vet. Yep, you do like him, and he was with the Red Sox for the end of the season last year. Yep, he was. So I think, um, and then they still have uh, what's his name on the lineup? Um, hold on, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I can't think. Suzuki. They got Suzuki still there, and then who's the who's the other young stud? Who's the other young stud? For the Cubs. For um, the Cubs. Ian Happ. Oh yeah. Yeah he. Yeah man. The more I look at this lineup, the more I'm like, how these guys can these guys can. I mean, if everybody pulls it together this year, they got Ian Happ and so their outfield they got Belly, Ian Happ, and then Suzuki with Morel on the uh, Morel's a fourth. Mm-hmm. In the infield, you got Patrick Wisdom, Dansby Swanson, the ex Dodger Zach McKinstry. Eric Hosmer, Edwin Rios. Yeah, and then in their starting rotation, they're still going to have Kyle Hendricks, Marcus Stroman, Justin Steele, Drew Smiley, Tyone, Michael Fulmer. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're a sick team. Oh. I, I like them a lot, and I want them I'm to win the Cubs. division. So that's why, I'm, well, I'm not going to pick them because if I pick them, they're obviously finished last. <laughs> Just been horrible betting lately. It's been even worse, like, as of recently. So <laughs> I'm just getting, so, yeah. just getting sad. I'm gonna go, go Cubs though. Go Cubs, Cubs. but I go think Cubs. I'm gonna ride with the Cards, Cardinals. Okay, and now moving on to the legit best division in baseball, and I don't think you can. I think that's very false. That is not false. The like, LA baseball Dodgers are taking this division, Jaron. Let me tell you why. Okay, give me three reasons. Reason number one. They are the powerhouse of this division. They are the big brother. Everybody looks up to them. They have for the past 10, 12 years. Good thing this they is a new season. They are the NL West, okay? Good thing this is a new season. Jared, are you going to let me speak here? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, there's one. They are the big brother. One reason. Second reason. Everybody's talking about how they lost. You know, they lose Trey Turner. They lose Justin Turner. Those are Justin Turner. Justin Turner hurts a lot more than Trey Turner. And not... Not talent-wise, because Trey Turner is obviously the far superior baseball player right now in this stage of the career, but JT was a clubhouse name that everybody loved. But this is the new-look Dodgers. This is where the Dodgers turn the page to, hey, we got our two guys in Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Those are our two. They have to be franchise players. They have to be cornerstones. This is who we got for the next five years. They have to be there. Mm -hmm. But... We get our young prospects, and everybody knows how L.A. Dodgers' farm system is. They are the farm system everybody wants to be. They got these prospects. Wow. They get big names because they trade prospects because everybody wants their prospects. Now, this will be the year where if they perform, their young guys perform, and they end up at top of the NL West, or if they end up anywhere near the top of the NL West, they even have a fight for the NL West, which I think they will win it, everybody's going to be scared. Because they got Freeman and Betts locked up, two of the one, two of the best players in baseball. I mean, you can actually, you can legitimately say that. There's no arguing that. And if they win it, that means their young studs absolutely showed up and showed out. Okay, I'm gonna and kind of agree prospects. with you there. As in, I think expectations are a lot lower for this team this season, so they have like nothing to lose. Like they, I mean, they're they're projected right now to win 88 games, 
And when's the last <laughs> time they've won less than? When's the last time they've won less than ninety games in a season, not counting the twenty twenty COVID season? Do you know? I feel like it's I been, don't know. It's half well, to have been the, years. Let's say even in the twenty twenty season, they had the they had the highest win percentage in the last like five years. So yeah, but I'm saying they when, would, they would easily win less than ninety games in a season. It has. I mean, it's got to have been years and years. So. Well, how many times they won that LES, NL West? How many years in a row was uh, it? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, so the Dodgers, I think, are winning that this division. The like the the low expectations, the kind of low pressure. This is like I wouldn't call it a rebuild year for them, but it's definitely a maybe save up year for Shohei Otani kind of year. So I could can be. definitely Very see well, them, you know, going into the season knowing that and just overperforming, and just they could win this division. I'm still gonna rock with the Padres just because. How can you not? Guess who's going to be back finally, pending any further suspensions that he might get himself. <laughs> pending any further PED use. So he's yeah. back, and then we've got Soto, of course, Machado. Like Padres, Padres need to win it this year because they they have been oh, fumbling they the so bag, much money, man. and they've been fumbling the bag lately. So this is a win or die season for the Padres. So I'm taking them here. That's a very scary. That's a. I wish the Padres were in a different division, man, because I really like Tatis like a lot, and I really like Zandy, but I can't. You're a big Tatis. How? I think I, he's I, sick, I, but he's a, no. I'm on the field. Young. I just say oh, on the field. Go. On yeah. the field, like he is go. so sick. He his talent is unreal on the field, man. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is they're obviously with that Zandy signing. They're either telling him like, hey, you there. There's got to be something oh, in the contract, or maybe Zandy, yeah. Like where this, they're like, this uh oh, like, sick. are we gonna try to get out of this four hundred, however many million dollar deal it was? You know, mm-hmm. because that means signing Zandy tells you, Tatis, you're in the outfield, you are in center field. It's as simple and, as that. And yeah. Zandy ain't moving from short. He's not he, moving from short. No, 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 no. That might be good for Tatis though too. But he did. They they tried him in the outfield. They, so he did play quite a bit of outfield before he was suspended, mm-hmm. and. You know, he had some good games, but he also, like, in transitioning, it's a whole different out there, so you're going to have some a little bit of growing pain, I would say. But he did struggle at, at some points in the season. Um, not to say that he won't. He's just so athletic, and his arm is super talented. That's probably why they want him out there anyways. Yeah. So, I like I said, I wish Padres were in a different division because I have a tough time rooting against Andy, especially. I don't like – I've never been a Machado guy. Um <laughs> I was actually that's a lie. I was when he was in Baltimore, and then when he got went to the Dodgers, I was super pumped. And then I realized that he's like a princess with a little, what's the little tahara? What what are those things called? Jared? Tiara. They, that, tiara. Yeah, that's that's exactly what he wears on the field in his little ballerina dress. He's such a baby. I can't wow. stand him. I cannot he would stand him. Crush you like an aluminum can. That's fair. You know what? Like, that's fair. But I'm, I'll, I'll be the strongest aluminum can that he's ever crushed. That's for damn sure. I think calling Machado like a little he's a baby girl. He's absurd. a little baby on the field. Are you kidding? It's absurd. He, that man, Jerry, could kill you with his thumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair. And I hope he doesn't hear this because I don't. I, I don't. You know what? I do hope he hears this. In fact, because that means I'm in his head, and the Dodgers are going to win this division. Yeah. Um. The Giants tried to make their tried to make no. the splash with Carlos Correa. No, but the Giants have been the biggest letdown these last couple of years, and I want to root for them, but they just keep killing me with just the underperformance. And so I I'm mean, not even giving them a get, chance this year. And I don't think let's see. What I don't think they have a chance either. 
Project they go and get Taylor Rogers. Yeah, yuck. Yuck, yuck. Go and get Taylor Rogers. They get Michael Conforto. They get Mitch Hanniger from Seattle. Steal Hanniger away from Seattle, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And they get Ross Stripling. They re-signed my boy Jock. One year 20. I didn't know he got 20. Dang. Good for Jock. But, yeah, I don't think San Francisco did anything. And d- the Arizona Diamondbacks are the very last. They're finishing dead last in this division. I think the Colorado Rockies are going to get them oh, really? this year. Okay. Wait, like, hold I on. Mean, I, I Wait, like the hold Rockies on. Too. And I, I mean, that's a lie. That's a lie. The Diamondbacks are getting them. They okay, got, they say, got Evan like Longoria. The Rockies, Let's go, baby. I don't know if they're gonna. I think the Rockies are. I actually kind of like rooting for the Diamondbacks too. Don't know why. Just low key. I like the teams. I like pretty much all the teams in this division except the Giants. But I do I not think Giants. this is the best division. So we can stop. With well, that. Okay, so they have nonsense. the top two teams in baseball. In the that Padres is so and the Dodgers. Debatable. I'll give you the Dodgers. I'll give you the Dodgers. But calling the like, are you saying overall like in history? Or are we saying like this no, year? No, no, this year and like last you year. Are, okay, now I'm not giving you the Dodgers either. Are you tripping? Yeah, not even close. Oh, I can't. I cannot wait until we just get out to just the heater of a start. Hey, you know who's back this year, Jer? Who? Dustin May, baby. Oh yeah, it's Dustin it May year. Yep. Let's go. Okay, but we remember the rule changes. You play less, you play less division games. You can't just beat on the Diamondbacks in the oh, Rockies all season. I can't wait to beat the out of. We're gonna beat the brakes off the Boston Red Sox, and every okay, time we play, I'm, it will maybe. be said on this podcast. Every go, time. Okay, go ahead. That's fine. But you still, other than the Red Sox, you and you only play them for one series, so you still got to run into teams like the Mets and the Braves. Cardinals and Cubs. You still got to run into those teams way more often than you did last year. Yeah, the Cardinals is a tough draw for the Dodgers because the Cardinals have always had our number. I remember, I remember watching numerous postseason series against the Cardinals back with my dad in the younger days, and they would just always get us. Don't know why. <laughs> like I have no, like we would be the better team some years, and they would still get us, which sucks. So yeah, that one's a bummer that we get more often. But I mean, I would love to see Miami. I would love to see. Baltimore. I would love to see Boston. Give me Kansas City. Like, give me these teams. Like, I'd rather play Kansas City over a Colorado Rockies team in Colorado. That is, uh, that well, okay, is so maybe true. Kansas City. Okay, maybe Kansas City. But again, you only get them for one series. You still have to face the Phillies, the Mets, the Braves. That series way more than you did last season. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, we get Dustin May in the lineup with his. Sexy red hair, and then we get Noah Syndergaard, Thor baby, in that lineup as well with his long hair. I cannot wait for Syndergaard to r- resurrect in L.A. Yep, I I do he love those so two players, sick. but I just I'm not getting over the fact about what you just said about the two best teams in baseball. That was we'll absurd. See. We'll see. Absolute no. Okay. Oh, and I also want you to stay. Oh, like I want this to be known. If Jason Hayward ends up getting a a big league deal with the Dodgers and making up and he makes a big name. That would be so sick, Jer. I would buy a jersey if Jason Hayward be got in the starting lineup for the Dodgers somehow. I didn't even see that, but that would be crazy. Yeah, he signed a minor league deal with the Dodgers. Oh, really? That's sick. Yeah. How sick is that? That'd be awesome. That would be great. I'd, I'd probably buy a jersey too. That's crazy. He's the man. But, hey, I mean, we've got... We made some low-key signings. J.D. Martinez needs to turn Stop. it up, man. I think he might. He I struggled. Think he might. He, uh, he just needs still to get a struggling. swing down. He just needs to get a swing down. And I think, and like he you said, they've got the hidden coach there. So he might be he getting old. Get maybe I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. And that's definitely biased on my part. I just love JD. 
But I think he could be good. But stop saying that the Dodgers and the Padres are the best team in the MLB. That's absurd. So you're going Padres win the division? I am going Padres to win the division. I'm going Dodgers. Okay. Who you go? Who you taking? So you took who'd you take to, oh, from okay. the AL out of the AL to go to the World Series? The Mariners. Oh yeah, that's right. Who do you got? Who do you got the Mariners facing off against? It's got to be a team from the AL or NL East. But I don't know joking? which one. I'm not putting respect on the Dodgers. Maybe the Padres. God, a part dude, a part of me thinks it's Philly. I think Philly might get back there. No. I don't know why. I think I'll go Braves. I think. I think. Yeah. I think the you Braves. didn't have the Braves winning that division. I don't. They don't need to win a division to make it to the World Series. That's fair. Yeah. So no. you're going Braves. Braves against the Mariners. I am going Braves. I don't even remember Mariners. who I took out of the AL. Who oh, I took Toronto. I think yeah. it's going to be a blue blood bath. Oh. I'm not. I'm not going to pick the Dodgers. I'm not going to pick the Dodgers. I want to so bad because part of me actually thinks that they. I mean. Oh, when you said you a Mookie blue blood blood bath, I definitely. I oh, thought I was, you were going was, Dodgers there. I was waiting for you to just freak out. I was going to say Dodgers, but I think the NL is a. I think the NL is pretty wide open, man. I really I'd, do. I'd agree, but I think the Braves, especially if they don't win the division, will come out swinging in postseason because they'll be in October. Yeah, I could see. I could see Atlanta making a. I, I'm going to say. Dodgers or Philly, you know, I'm going to say Philly's going to go back and get it this time. Okay. Let's see if we can get at least one team right in the World Series out of the... Okay, so we I got... We have, fi- we have four different teams, right? You went... Yep, I got yeah. Philly and Toronto, and you have Seattle and Atlanta. Okay, we've got... Oh, if, so if you have any money at all, go bet the field other than those four teams. Yeah, because honestly. Because that for sure means they're not making the playoffs, or the World yep. Series. Hey, however, my my bracket, I'm going to go back to this. I may be pretty horrible about picking, like, next day games, but right now I have Miami making the distance, and they have a chance to do that. And now that I'm saying this, I understand that UConn's going to blow them out by 30. So (laughs) I just jinxed myself hard, but, hey, Miami did perform, as I expected, deep deep into the um, tourney. That is... I mean that is true. We we've we've been Miami heads kind of a little bit low key, and we even mm-hmm. said that in our last in the last episode when we were going through our p- predictions. Yep. So I hope Miami can get it done, but like I said, UConn just is the best team in college basketball right now. Sadly, they're sick. But anyways, back to baseball. Ended out. That was our MLB opening day preview. Thursday. Opening every day Thursday. Every team plays. Every team plays. Let's go. Oh, MLB is doing a thing. We can pick every game, and if you. Get the most right. They're going to give you free tickets or something. It's free. Might as well do it. I just did it. Just go uh, to MLB.com. You, you, you want to do a little competition there, me and you? Yeah. Yeah, I already picked mine. But okay. I kind of cheated Saw when I picked. I, I sat at breakfast this morning, and I was sitting across from Quinny and Rosa, and I just kept saying, like, left or right, and made them do the picks. So I, <laughs> I really didn't, like, put any thought into it because anytime I put thought into it, it goes terribly wrong. So my, my picks are solely riding on. Quinny and Rose's favoritism of left and right. But honestly, looking back at them, I like, I kind of like how it looks. There's a couple games where I'm like, well, that probably won't happen, but I kept them anyways. But I'm still feeling pretty confident about it, so I'll, I'll go head-to-head with you. Remember when we did the head-to-head back in the day, every game? Mm-hmm. Yep. So what do you want to put on it? doesn't have to be money. Doesn't just, we, we, how about let's do, a little, let's do a little punishment. Okay. What are you thinking? Um... Shoot, I don't know. What's a good punishment? We'll put the punishment 
To be determined. TBD. Yeah, it's put the punishment. So TBD. Got a couple days of thinking. Yeah, it's been a long, um, it's been a long weekend. I'm tired. So you don't know if you'll be able to be able to record the rest of this yeah, week, correct? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's school is kicking my butt, and I need to get caught up. And that's fair. Semester. So everybody, just pay attention. If not an episode this week, for sure another episode next month. The following Monday, yep. obviously, is next Monday is this tomorrow, and this will be posted. So in one week for sure, maybe one in between. Uh, so put those notifications on as far as episode drops, and you will be notified. We will let everybody know through our social media as well. Yep. So thanks for listening to another Tea Time Pod.